going, 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 as it needs to. Okay, perfection. Well, you know, I got like several things going simultaneously. <laughs> I know. That's all we can do. So, tech one, tell everyone about yourself, what it is that you do. We know, shout out to the 914, but who are you and what do you do? I mean, what don't I do? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need I'm you to being, tell them, I mean, though. I'm being, I'm being quite honest. I mean, you know, I mean, anything from producing records to, you know, rapping on them, you know what I'm saying? Um, engineering, my own sessions, mixing, mastering records, you know, DJ on a radio station up top, you know what I'm saying? And, um... Everything, you know what I'm saying? All 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 while drinking water. Agua is the best. You know what I'm saying? I mean mixtape, DJ, you know, all types of stuff. Whatever it is, all things music. You know what I'm saying? In the middle of um trying to start up my my label. I hate when people say label, but you know, I want to start up, you know, my entertainment. I'm I'm in the middle of um, you know, branding and as well as like, you know, grooming uh, my new artist named uh, Nieva. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to like instill with her and give her the ropes as far as other stuff is concerned. And what type of artist is she? She's she's an all around artist. You know, she does hip hop. She does sing. You know, what I'm saying she writes her own material. Her pen game is sick. You know, what I'm saying with a lot of the stuff that she does. That's that's and, hard um, to find nowadays. And, I think and, and, with and young artists. You know, most people yeah. they can sing, but they, they don't, don't have the look. Yeah. Or they don't, they don't write, or they don't, you know, none of that. You know what I'm saying? To be able to find her, and she's been doing this, and I've been, you know, molding her since <laughs> when she was 13. Mm-hmm. She's now 17, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, and we, we just released the first EP, like, a couple of months ago called The Rush. It's only four songs, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It did, it did, it, it did what it was supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? Right. And at this point, it's just, you know, just sitting there trying to, Raxi back in the studio now. We're working on a two, a two uh, EP, like a double EP. We're working on and, the um, two of you. Just her. Oh, so okay. it's just one is going to be more R and B. The other one's going to be more hip hop. Okay. And it's going to release some like back to back double type joints. So I mean, Heart Fix. She's calling it, and I think I forgot what the other one was called. Heart Fix and whatever the hell. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but. That's what that is. So, you know what I'm saying? Production by myself, my man E Rocks, and probably somebody else, whatever. But, you know, it's like eight or nine songs that we're trying to put out there. And, you know, just trying to stay busy working. You know what I'm saying? I just dropped a project called Lo Fi. And um, that I just was downloaded back. it today, actually. That, oh, well, wow. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was back in um, September. I dropped it mm-hmm. the same day I dropped my other album, Beats You, two years ago. So, you know, I always like to drop in September. Right. That, as my birthday, Your birthday present month. to myself. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I dropped that, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, not to mention, I just came off tour, a little, you know, fourth city tour overseas. Right. And, Where did um, you go? Girl, we was in um, Glasgow, London, Manchester, Paris. Everywhere. Yeah, we was all over. All the important points, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's where we was at with it, and I enjoyed it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was definitely. Yes. Okay. Hi, Velvet. Come on. Yes. Let's get it popping. Listen, I told you this is about the real. Yes. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> I, I try to, you know, I, I mean, I, I definitely gonna um, 
I'm definitely gonna touch on that when I do a whole other interview. But you know, it's oh, like, yeah, you already long know. story short, I'm not trying to stick with this local mentality. You know you what I'm saying? And yeah. The world's bigger than your block. The world's bigger than your peoples in your hood or just the you know the the, the local club scene or whatever, man. Just right. get out there, you know. Do enjoy something. your brand and you know just try to get out there and, and vibe with people who you know who might not know you, you know say they're not right. going to know you you know say anybody can garner likes from the people in your area or the right. people who are around you try that try that you know <coughs> overseas you know right. what I'm saying try that and try to captivate them and, you know one of the biggest arguments i had when i did it with me was oh they don't understand you they understand music yeah you know what I'm saying music is a feeling music is what you it, it, it's a movement, you know what I'm saying? It's like if you can't move people with what it is that you do, whatever, then you shouldn't be doing it, you know what right. I'm saying? And, you know, at the end of the day, man, I, I don't know, man. You know, I, I just like going overseas, doing whatever, you know. I don't care if nobody knows me over here or not. I'm not looking for... I'm not looking for the big payoff to be known here in the States. I could care less, honestly. I agree with you on that. I you mean, know how I, I feel about the I, international I don't crowd. care about a fan base over here in the States. Right. I mean, I have some, and I, and I, and I appreciate y'all for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's downloaded it album I put out. But I'd rather be overseas, man. I mean, it's just, you know, the love that I get when I'm over there. You know, they always say that you never really get what you deserve hometown. You know what I'm saying? There's people out yeah. of state. That'll always big you up. Always. I say the same with artists, and we're going to definitely talk about that more tonight. I just want to get a quick visual of the beautiful Velvet Lattimore. Uh, excuse me. Snap, snap. Okay. <laughs> and that's Alfred. And you know Tech nice One. You know, that's honestly where I'm at with it. And uh, I mean... It's a lot that I would love to discuss, but we're, right. only, we're limited. For I time, know, so. but we're not though, because once once we you know we finish off, we're going to do a little quick, 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 and then we're going to have a roundtable, and I really want to get to the core of some things. So let's talk some stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. Okay. You know? But um, if y'all not following me, hit me up at DJ Tech One DJ. Right. T E K. You know what the funny is? You know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm I on love radio. You yo, I've been doing radio for like almost twelve years. Right. So I know how to what the, FM. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yo, stuck up. You know what I'm right. saying? Plus I'm rhyming and everything else, so it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know the funny thing is you see how I'm sitting looking all over the place. Like I can sit back and interview anybody and have a ball with it, but when I got a camera in my face and right. and I'm being asked questions, I'm like nervous as hell. Right. So I got you in like, the spotlight. I'm just I like, know. yeah, y'all ain't seeing I'm just sitting like this, you know. I mean I at the end of the day, it, it, it's like, you know, it's it's just funny because it's I, I'm not one to wanna wear one hat, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, when it comes to this music, you know, I definitely you know, said instead of paying somebody, I just had learned how to do it on my own. Man. Well, I, I mean, do want you to tell everyone what you have done. And I know that you don't like like bragging. I mean, I don't want to have to do it for you. I do want you to tell people what you've done, like how you got your start in this game, what you've done so far, because your footprint is here. It's forever embedded and nobody can take that from you. So I want you to tell them because it's important because as an independent artist and one that has maintained yourself and goes on world tours several times a year, aren't you going to Spain in March? Is it Spain in March? Come on. Come on, come on. I know you're being humble, but come on. Come on. I mean, you know know what it is? Wait, wait. What did you say to you for my... 
Right. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, I actually do need a DJ for when I'm You see, you need but, um, FMI for real, for real. I, I need a DJ. That's him. I, He's I, the one. It would be I'll be sitting there spinning my own stuff. He's the one. But I, I, I mean, it's a lot of things. You know, nothing on a real major major plane. But I've worked with a lot of, you know, uh-huh. saying, um, huh. No, I was just oh, I'm not running on a real major plane, but I did work with a lot of hip hop legends. Right. And you know, my man Pudgy being one, I got an album right. that I'm working on with Craig G from the Juice Crew. Right. And um, it's supposed to be like five songs, and we're putting that EP out probably in January. We produced all by me. Nice. Um. Right, because you also I- produce. Let's talk about that. You're an engineer, which means you don't just produce and make beats, but you know how to engineer, mix and master. Let me, let me, let me explain Let's something. Let's talk about these things. <laughs> yeah, let me explain Damn something. Damn it. I mean, you know, the We're going to talk about it. You know, the funny thing is, it's like, you know, I laugh because some people, you know, when they call themselves making their, their albums, mm-hmm. you know, they be like, yo, um, you know, I'll, I'll get it done in two weeks. Yes. And I'm saying, I love those artists. And Do you love those artists, Alfred? And, and, and Yo, I, I did 12 albums and I in be, 19 days. And I've been looking like, at really? them like, okay, well, that's cute. But they all, <laughs> first off, they all sound the same. Second of right. all, you know, if all I had to do was walk in there and spit some pre written garbage, Whatever. If I had to walk in and just spit that, you know what I'm saying, and then walk out, I'd have like 19 albums done. You know what right. I'm saying? In, in, in three A's, whatever may have you. But when you got the person that's making the beat from scratch, and I, yes, I sample. So I'm sitting there and, you know, I'm trying, I'm listening to, and, and you can relate, you know what I'm saying? I'm listening to records on end to try to find a sample. You know what I'm saying? Then I got to chop it up. And then I got to construct the beat. And then that's all, whatever may have you. Then I got to go back and put a hook on it, you know, scratching, whatever may have you. Then I got to go back and I got to find, you know, say melodies or whatever to go to it. And then I got to sit back and write to it. And then I got to come back and I got to mix it. And then I got to master it. That's one song. And there's a song selection process because when you go in for an album, you know, you go through a selection of songs you you decide not to go with, songs you do want to go with. I don't do that. I don't, I don't write. I don't write don't? song. I don't write the, uh, songs in abundance. If I'm writing, I'm writing a hit. I'm writing oh. to. I'm, it's going on an album. If I, I can write, dig it. you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not about to sit here and just write something because I'll be honest with you. Out of all the attributes that I do, I really don't like rapping. Right. But it was the first thing I knew how to do because it was free. Right. You know what I'm saying. So it was you, like, and I you're could, so good at it. Man, to be discussed, but I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, end of the day, it's like you know, I, I, it's like that's the one thing I hate about doing a song. When it comes to like beat selection, I'll make like seventy like cassette music. That album I made like almost seventy eight beats, right? Just for that album, and used two out of that batch, right? Everything else I just so did you're different with your beat selection. Yeah, I mean, okay. I sit back and I, I got just. You. I'll just make, and then with writing, I have to be in a mood. Like, I'll go weeks without writing nothing, and then out of the blue, I'm on the toilet, and then I'm sitting there with my phone out, and I'm just sitting there writing, like, 13 verses. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's like, if I memorize something, and it sticks in my head, then I know I've got it. Like, if I start something, and it doesn't pick back up later, then I'm like, okay, forget it. Yeah, because, I mean, I'll start a verse with four bars. And then I'll come back to it a day or two later, and then I'll right. do another four bar. And that's, everybody has their process. Right, You know right. what I'm saying? But Because more so, I'm trying to figure out what's going to connect with them, whether it's on the beat aspect, whether it's whatever. Every album that I do, I try to do something different than I do on the last one. So it go it went from I being more lyrical. Then it went from, you know, 
Okay, the sonic sounding of it, you know what I'm saying, the engineering aspect of it. Did I do whatever? You know what I'm saying? Then it went to the better production. So I try to do something totally different on every album. So one, you know, it's whatever. Right. You know, because I'll be the first to tell you I'm a 90s and I'm not changing that for nobody. That's you know right. And I love it and because I feel 90s hip hop was most definitely like one of the best you know, if not the best hands down era, I think even into the 2000s. But, you know, it really epitomized. And we had so many great artists that were working simultaneously. And like they were hit after hit and a, a variety of artists. And now there's just like what, one sound what, what it, everywhere. What exactly. And that's what it was. It was like, you know, the hip hop back then, you know, you had you would have 13 groups. Yeah. That all sounded different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could not come out sounding like somebody else because they would approach you on it. Yo, yep. you bit my style. Exactly. You did this. And, you know, everybody else had a different style. Right. And now you got 15 artists that all sound the same. And look the same. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, what y'all do is what y'all do. I understand, you know, this. if this culture, if not culture, but if this genre right now isn't for me, so be it. I'm okay with stepping back. He said not culture, though. We're going to talk about that later. He said genre. I didn't miss that. Did you hear that, DJ? Genre of rap. Because it's totally different. And people get offended. Oh, so what you're saying, what I'm not doing is real hip hop? No, it's not. But, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? If you really look at the aspect of what hip hop was, how it started off, the messages behind it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And let's not get it twisted. And the pain behind it now, like everybody's a rapper. You got like, rich white boys that like, are just rappers like, let's not, because they put tattoos not, on their face and let's rainbow not forget, you know. Threads. Yeah, we know. Let's not, you know. Let's not forget. I know we did have our little bit of dumbed down rappers back in the day, absolutely. But they were very far from few, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's like now you get that all in abundance, and I'm just like, uh, you know, teach his own man. I mean, I, what y'all do is what y'all do. You know, it's not a point. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to signal her no. to because it's the Tuesday turn up. So everybody knows you come in here, it's time to start drinking. Now, of course, Tech One can't drink because he's driving back. He's got far to go. 914, right? But, um, but you know, Velvet, you know what it is. It's Tuesday turn up. Get something in your cup. I'm not far. I'm not far Okay, so you're you're not putting anything in your cup? Is that what you're saying? Okay, that's what I thought. I'm just saying that that's not an excuse. Tech One. Please tell everybody where they can find you, what you got going on. I do want you to touch on that um, Spain tour you got coming up a um, little bit. And y'all can, um, you y'all know? can hit me at DJ Tech One at DJ T E K W U N. Um, at DJ T E K W U N. At DJ no, T E K W U N W U N. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, I mean, the Spain trip. I'm actually trying to turn that into a whole nother you know, week and a half tour. Because when I go over to Europe, I want to go over there and make it work. You know Yeah, you got to have and, time. And, you know, it's just, I mean, I, this last go around, shout out to my man, Scott Nitty. You know what I'm saying? He went with me and, you know, I was literally like letting him know beforehand, yo, it's going to be one thing after the next. So it was literally the Airbnb, shout out to Vera, <laughs> the Airbnb that we did um, take. You know what I'm saying? Um, we was only in there for like a good six hours out of the entire four days we was there because we was literally on the road or on the train going from this spot, going to that spot, right. coming back, taking a shower, dropping the records that I got off, and right. then heading I know right you back were on out. The run. Right. Yeah, and going right back out to where we had to go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, it is what it is. Shout out to, 
shout out to everybody over there that you know that that embraces me when I come over there. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it, it, it's just it, it, it's it's a, it's a dope feeling. You know what I'm saying? Of like course. I said, and you know, I've never really been to Spain and performed, so this should definitely be. You know, are you saying? going to Barcelona? Um, I think it's Madrid and Barcelona. Ooh, so I want to be there. This is definitely gold. <laughs> gold and like so a mofo. Wow. Okay, so that should be your DJ okay. though, right there. I'm putting right, that so, into the universe. All right. So since we really want to talk about that, okay, uh-huh. I still got Japan. I got to go to and uh-huh. over there as well. But um, you know, so that that's that's actually that's actually in the works too. So. And these are all countries that really do. Love hip hop. Love hip hop. They worship the culture damn near. You know what I mean? They love to envelop it. And that nineties hip hop is everything. And them. you know, and that's the main thing, you know, what I want to say before I get off this mic is, you know, it, I I go where I'm appreciated. Right. You know, say and you know, you know, why you ain't doing nothing in the States? Because the States don't appreciate hip hop as I see it. I you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and dumb down what it is that I do, make funny sounding beats with four million hi-hats in it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, in the first verse, right. just to be able to be accepted and talk about backing this. I'm not doing that. That's not me. Right. And, you know, if that's what y'all choose to do... It, that's what y'all choose to do. Right. I'm from the era where you caught it, when you got a message in the music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got a story. Yeah. Or you got bars or you got something. And, right. You know, I, that's just the Word era playing. I represent. And if you had asked me about a year or two ago, I would have told you, trap's garbage, it's whack, it's whatever. I just learned, you know, just being, uh, you know, a, a grown-up individual nowadays that it's not for me. If it's not right. for you, you it's, can always turn it off. Exactly. I'm not going to sit Everything's here. Everything's not and, for everybody. I'm not going to sit here and talk reckless about, you know, what it is that I don't like. I'd rather embrace the stuff that I do like. I love it. You know it. what I'm saying? Everything ain't for everybody. Some people might look at Kiana and be like, yo, she busted. Right. But then most of us would look at us and be like, yo, you corny because she's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, a, and that's just, I don't mean to use you as that. What's no, it's but, okay. You know, I've got lots of those. But, you know, I hate her, hate her. And that's, and that's just what it is. You know, you just gotta, you know, we were sitting there talking off the mic and it's just the top, I'm, if it's not, it, it's like DJ, you know what, we can go all day. I'll just choose not to. It's, okay, <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna switch it up right real quick. We're gonna have Alfred move into your seat. You move into that seat. Make sure you guys follow at DJ Tech One T-E-K-W-U-N. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Do that. Okay. And they're polo down in here. Yeah, vi- you know the vibe hey, stays great in here. Everybody knows you enter the vibe. They bring in the vibe, and it's all love. I know. You need to be sipping. That's the problem. <laughs> what are you? What are you drinking, DJ FMI? That's what I need to know. Okay, so vodka. I don't. So wine. Okay, because I I have some pink Moscato too. Don't get it twisted. I had enough for everybody. <laughs> Can you pour him some wine for me, if you don't mind? Alfred, welcome. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastically, and I'm happy to have you here. We are happy to have you here at VPR Radio. I want you to definitely introduce yourself to the world that we are talking to right now and tell them who you are, what you've done, what you have going on. I see you have a book next to you. Yes, hello world. I want you to talk about that. Uh, what's up? Uh, my name is Alfred, uh, African, crazed African producer, writer, business owner. Um, 
Yeah, I'm kind of like him. I'm not a huge fan of talking about what I've done, but right. I've been producing. That's why I brought you here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> been producing music for uh, I would say I've been in music for I would say all my life, but I started producing music and taking it seriously. I would say about 16, 17 years ago. Okay. And like I've worked with D.V. Elias Christ, uh, Smooth Dots, the Trigger, the Gamble, like those. Deviant, he's kind of one of the people that took me under his wing, so to speak. Like when I first started producing, and I had good music, but I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And he was just like, he's a really good dude. So we would just be there, and we just really, really connected. So through all his connects, he started in the industry like when he was like young, fourteen, whatever. So through all his connects, I met a couple of engineers, met a couple of producers, and eventually ended up working with Nas, Damian Marley, right? Um, Steel from Smith and Wesson. Shot Stimuli, um, trying to think, like a lot of indie um, so artists. So many artists, right? I love how I'm seeing you so calmly. Like, right. 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 I mean, like, it's one of those things where, I'm a, like I said, I'm really a producer, so as much as every now and then I'm like, wow, like one of the biggest rappers picked on your tracks and, and, and rapped on right. your tracks. Right, Nas is definitely one of my top five, Like sure. it's, it's more about the music than anything, so it's like... Yeah, it's almost like, like Tech the, One was saying. Yeah, like the high is creating the beat, so like it's almost like once that beat is done, unfortunately, it almost kind of starts to die. Like you, It's an addiction. You need to create another track, so I love it. I would love to get as many more Nas and any other rapper that I respect places as I can, but right. as long as I get the opportunity to keep on producing, like that's kind of like my, my passion. I love it. So there's a music aspect of it, and then because of the music aspect of it, I've been listening to music for a long, long time, and I started writing just off the cuff. I, I work in finance, too, so funny story is I'm, I'm working at Lehman Brothers when the whole banking industry is going in the toilet, mm-hmm. and we're just going back and forth talking about random social events or whatever, random things that are going on in, in, in politics. Right. My friend was starting to like, yo, you, you can write. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. After he had around eight, nine times, they're like, all right, what, what the hell is going on? So I start blogging. People really start telling me, like, yo, you can really write. You can really write. I love it. So I'm like, all right. One of my friends, she's like, yo, you should write a book. And in my mind, I'm like, what the hell would I write a book about? I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm that interested. Like, what <laughs> would I write about? write what you know like I love hip hop exactly and I wanted to come at hip hop from a different perspective because they're at that point in time everybody was about the top five that are alive this list that list right most this Mm -hmm. most that and I'm like all right I think I want to write a book about the most influential lines in hip hop because it it, it's a listicle and that it it plays into what was going on at that point in time but Mm -hmm. it's something that you had to actually live for people to even co-sign so I could I could quote a random line, but if you weren't there that, at that point in time... To experience it. To experience it. it, it me telling you it's a, it has some sort of societal impact. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, again, like... That's so like, what? Yeah, that's like so what, what I tell my kids. They're like, who or so what? Exactly. So like, <laughs> that's all I ever hear. <laughs> who and so what? So like, yeah, like it's, it's, forget it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's specific to a genre, specific to the, the birth and yeah. of hip-hop. And it's something that if it's not really chronicled, it's going to fall by the wayside. So I'm like, while I have this idea, I may as well do something with it. Mm-hmm. So that's what started and eventually ended with the book, Shameless Plug. Yeah, no. The, um, Get the plug there. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, ooh, let's zoom so in yeah, on um, it. <laughs> the most influential lines in hip-hop, You Made It a Hotline, Volume 1. 
So I basically. So there's going to be a volume two. There's absolutely going to be a volume two. Great, and I love that it's on a marble notebook. Yeah, I mean, background. That's so classic yeah, hip hop. I wrote so many songs in a marble notebook. Shout out to the marble notebook. And a, marble in the spiral, man. Yeah, and I mean the, the whole the book, the concept, everything. I'm still writing a, I'm still right. Writing a yeah. Like, yes. You know, if, I'm, if I'm not, if I don't have one of you, then yeah, of course I'll pull the thing out. Right. For the most part, I always write my stuff. Yeah, down. that's just a classic. I think that's just a classic throwback yeah. writer. That's just a thing you're yeah, gonna I write mean, by every, hand. Everything I did was essentially a testament to hip hop and the culture of it. And again, I'm a producer and MCs write right. in the right in the, in the the Marvel Notebook. So I'm like, if I'm gonna write a book about lyrics. This is almost like perfect package, and everyone's familiar with it. There's already that emotional connection, so right. it was almost like a no-brainer. So, where did you get the inspiration, and how did you how did you narrow it down to those thirty? I don't even. I I honestly can't pinpoint the the where. I'm just like, all right, I don't want to do a best artist of all time because that's kind of his cliche at that point in time. Right. I don't want to do the best songs of all time. All of that was kind of like there was nothing unique about it, and there was nothing that spoke to it from a me point of view. So I think what made this what it was was the fact that I was trying to be hip hop and be unique about it. Like what would be my specific angle about it? And that would be all right. I picked these lines and it's for these specific reasons. You may or may not agree with it, right. but that's exactly what hip hop is. You're not yeah. going to agree with everything, but for the most part, if I got if I got people to agree with four or five of the lines, I was hype. And for the most part, people only kind of disagreed with three, four of them. So I was actually surprised to read the response so, like so true. The thing is, if you don't agree with me it's called hating it's crazy right. but i like, agree you dislike something that i'm doing no that's hating bro so yeah like i mean the, the, the response was was brooklyn library reached out its intent of their branches schomburg reached out as part of their like historical collection for african-american studies like wow that's powerful self-published and it, again it's not something i was like all right i'm going to write this book so that they can x y and he's like you know what i love it I love the artwork. I'm just going to put it out because I love hip hop. There was nothing about, I wanted to make my money back. Absolutely. Because again, I'm a business person. At the same yeah. time, it was more about the culture of it than, than, than the profit of it. So yeah, it sounds like I said, I'm definitely going to do a volume two. I love it. So can you give us a little bit of insight into volume two and what that's looking like? Volume two is definitely going to have lyrics about hip hop. Okay. If you don't mind, can I ask a question real quick? Please. Mm -hmm. So, if Volume 2 has been written now, or, you know, you just, you know, you're taking in everything. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, will you consider new artists? Like the J. Cole's. That, oh, no, absolutely. Like, one of the things that I'm, one of the things that I'm really trying to do, and it's deliberate, Drake is in Volume 1. And I got a lot of pushback from people who grew up in the generation, grew up in my generation, like, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I have like 80, I narrowed it down to 84 lines that I think have some sort of impact beyond just the music. Like you find it in television commercials. You'll live a certain, like, you know what I mean? Like people live by that, that lyric kind of thing. So there are new artists that have lines that have the potential to be relevant Mm -hmm. through, um, throughout a course of time. Yeah. But in order to have some um, social relevance, you have to have some sort of time span. Right. So, yeah. so you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Do you have to write it? What if, what if Drake don't got, you know, he got some writers. 
Funny enough, one of the lines in the book is, I don't worry if I write rhymes, I write checks. And it speaks about ghostwriting. <laughs> so you don't necessarily have to write it, but if it had a, an impact on the culture, and the fact that specific line had more of an impact impact on the culture than most people realize, because everybody knows ghostwriting exists, but the right. fact that Diddy wasn't a rapper, and he's one of the few people that actually get away with telling you, don't worry about all that. Like, right. I'm, this is, I am trying to sell you records. Right. And but, clothes and everything. So, like, yeah, to <laughs> your point, <laughs> I prefer you write it. <laughs> but at this point in time, it's very, very hard to, I guess, trace the, the where it came from. So, I'm hoping that the, the artist I'm giving, I'm hoping that Jay-Z wrote what I gave him credit that he wrote for and then Nas and everybody else. Right. Check one. You see, you, you're hearing this first. All I have to do is make sure I drop a hot record. I drop a hot <laughs> And then you see, I'm going to get up in there. We're going to both be up in there. We're going to write it down and have her watch. And I'm going to have a writer for me, too. They can be your writers, you see? I write my own stuff. Right. So you can write something for FMI. If I spit it, I wrote it. Hey, I love it. I spit it, I wrote it. So, I mean. I love it. I don't want to make it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, no, I, mean, I mean, I definitely understand. He said, what you're "Hands saying. up, don't shoot." <laughs> yeah, I mean, to to your like certain points you made earlier. It, fortunately, flash, unfortunately, because we have such a huge impact, it's grown further than what we thought it was going to grow. Right. Like it initially started. To your point, we had thirteen different groups doing thirteen different things, and I always compare hip hop to a person. It's like when you're in high school everybody's kind of finding themselves. They're coming into their own. Right. So if you look at hip-hop as a person in high school, you're like, all right, I like basketball. Developing. Yeah. You're developing. I like mm -hmm. this, I like that. By the time you get to college, you're like, all right, I got to figure out what I want to do with my life. So am I going to be this in hip-hop? Am I going to be X? Am I going to be Y? Am I going to be Z? By the time you get further in, it's like, all right, what? I don't have time to waste. What makes the most money? I'm not taking jobs that waste time. I'm not taking gigs that pay me the least amount of money. So unfortunately, you take the same thing and you put it in the hip hop industry and they've basically boiled it down to the barest essential of what is going to generate the most profit, a right. catchy hook and, and a jingly. So a un, unfortunately, yeah, a jingle, jingle essentially, jingle. it's going to right. boil down to commercials. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was sitting here talking to another DJ. And you know, DJ Tech, you know, you, you DJ. So with that being said, in the city, predominantly years back, I would be playing a lot of EDM and I'd be cool. Now, one o'clock, two o'clock comes, they only want to hear hip hop and trap music. Mm. So it's just crazy how much hip hop has changed the culture. And even in the city, you're predominantly Caucasian that's going to the club. Right. They want to hear trap and they're requesting that. They're right. Yeah. It's just wow. And they want to be able to say the N-word in their own element when no one's around. Try I'll just say this, man. You know, especially with this DJ stuff, man. I mean, the, the, it's like, to me, I just feel like the whole thing has just gotten corny. You know what I mean? It's like it's too flooded right now. And it's like... There's a lot of people that haven't done homework, you know what I'm saying? And I got people that, you know what I'm saying, no disrespect, but I got people that come up to me that only rock controllers and want to have whole Yo. conversations with me Yo. with just about DJing. And I'm like, have yeah. you ever carried a crate? Have you ever had any type of vinyl? Have you done any Talk about type it, of, right. You know, have you done any of that? You know what I'm saying? Can you mix two records 
without using the sync button and BPM assistance. Right. Like, exactly. Counter argument, counter argument. It's 2018. If you're 18 years old, you was born in 2000. By the time you started DJing, there may not have been records around. Like, Serato was getting big. So, are you, are you mad at them because they weren't born at a certain point in time? No, I'm mad at them. Well, first off, there's records all over. You know what I'm saying? I, I just came off of a tour and I came back with almost $600 worth of records that I purchased overseas. So there's records out no, there. I know this. He's, but he's got a good point, though. He does have a good point, though. Shout out to Rock and Soul. Shout out to A1 Records. Shout out to, you know, Fat Beats. Shout out to a lot of these spots. Now, get it. A lot of record shops have closed down. Mm-hmm. But my yeah. thing is, my like thing is, at the end of the day, I'm upset with the fact that, you know, a lot of these people who call themselves DJs want us to respect the people that just rock on controllers or they'll sit back and, oh, I ain't doing no turntables and want to sh- on the what mm-hmm. it is that gave birth to them with that. Well, it's, and, it's about know, a lack of respect for the pioneers well, yeah, there's, there's in two general. Parts to that. Like, if, you, if you're going to have a lack of respect of what came before you, that's completely something, is, something I, I won't of, necessarily like, you know what I mean? But it's the flip like, side respect, is... It's like, I can do what you can do. Mm. Right. And, and I can do what you do on that. But can you step into my lane and buy records mm. and rock on turn? I've seen people get on but you know what, though? fold because they're no, absolutely. Because yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's difficult. You, of course. They can't blend two records to save their life. And flip side is like again, same thing. Before I was producing, we was DJ. I right. worked on thirty fourth between seven and eight. Y'all played on Friday. I went to Rock and Soul and I copped the records every Friday for the check because I wasn't even nice enough to touch check, the turntable. Check, 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 check this out. I mean, back wait, but then, I, I I do want to say this though because he does have a very valid point, and I do want to talk about it because having children and seeing the diversity in like technology and where it is for them. You know, it is a, uh, it is a whole different era. There are some it's, things that they didn't they didn't they don't know a time without it, it, cell phones it, 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 and it's, Facebook. It's definitely a different you know? era, and, and I'm not and what I'm not I'm not discussing or saying that that's bad. What I'm saying is the fact that, like I said, lack of respect. Like yeah. I've been to places and, and knowledge. Oh, I don't want to hear about the turntables. I'm right. rocking out with this, and then I'm like, all right, you expect me to have to come in and now learn what it is in a in a in a, in a profession that I've been in way longer yeah. than you. But you won't be willing to jump on turntables. Like oh I've came, God. I've came to clubs and I've shot shot to Vegas. I went to certain spots and I tell them I just want turntables on a rider. I mm. get there and there's a pair of CDJs or it's a controller that big and my laptop that big. Yeah. And I've had to in ten minutes learn that and then rock the party. I'm playing severely handicapped. Yeah. I'm playing severely handicapped, but it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. I did that. Can you get on turntables and do what it is that I do? I feel you, but I do want to slide back to Alfred. Okay. Segway. So, Alfred, please. Yeah, I was burnt. If you could tell everyone where they can find you, I know you have your next book. Tell me about what you have coming up. Any events? Any book signings? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, Mr. I'm- Polo down, just like Tech One himself. Polo happy. Um, so I'm working on volume two. I'm actually working on my first project from a music perspective. I hope to have that out next year. Ten tracks. I produced everything. Um, I write, co-own one track line with my business partners, Eric Shaw, HP. Shout out to them. Um, so yeah, the, the website is basically up. Well, I'm always writing. You can find me there. I'm on Instagram at Crazed African. Spell that out for them. 
Craze, C-R-A-Z-E-D, African, A-F-R-Y-K-A-N, dot com. Okay. No dot com, at, um, at Craze African on Instagram. On Instagram. And yeah, like I said, um, you made it a hotline, volume two. You can get it now on my website. Can you show us the book again? You can get it on the website. You can get it on Amazon. And again, if you're a hip hop fan. And at the Brooklyn Library, 10 branches, I believe you said. And growing. And growing. Yes. Still working on the book tour. So it's a lot going on at once. So basically, basically I'm working on the book while I'm working on the music, while I'm promoting the site. And working for that is it. Everyone in this room understands. Yes, we do. We all Um, hustle hard. It's a hustle out here. It's hot out here for a pimp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to segue you over there and Miss Lattimore over here, please. If you could have your fabulous self over here. Oh. Yes. The I know. No, no. <laughs> no, Bada slash be dazzling. Hi, slash, everyone. Slash. Hi. I'm Hi. not. I'm not a rapper or producer though. No. But I, I'm from that era. Yes. I'm from the era where when you went to a club, I didn't have any money. I would get off the train and go to the tunnel. Get off right. at Sixth Avenue. You can walk all the way to Eleventh Avenue. <laughs> right. By the water, there's nothing over there but darkness. Right. <laughs> you just your life. Exactly. Just for the sake of the Leaving culture. Leaving the tunnel at five a.m. Uh, right. Walking back to the train station. Getting robbed on a train. Yeah. Right. Stepping over prostitutes. That was when Fourteenth Street was great, and there was yeah. no NYU. So I get it. Right. And, and when and when Times Square was oh, yes. the strip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm from that era. Okay. Yes. Where, yeah, you could get your chain taken at the club. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are fabulous. And white people weren't saying the N word like they right. do now. Oh, exactly. Nicki Minaj said the N word. No. Yeah. No. They're, They're very comfortable. They're so comfortable. Shout out to your president for that one. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. We yes. won't even. Yeah, we're not. Don't get me started. But anyway, I love you. And what you guys do. Thank, thank you, you for contributing to the culture. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for contributing to the fashion culture, Miss Everything. Oh, Miss It's Miss Velvet Lattimore. Thank you. Who moved from Brooklyn to Manhattan now. Yes. Is it 73 Orchard Street? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Between with Rococo and Designs. Brooms. Yes, with Rococo Designs. We yeah. are right in the heart of the Lower East Side. Yes, um, you are cultivating and breaking that block up because right. there's not too many blacks on that block. It's, and, which is crazy because you know I grew up right there. Yeah. It's got the same zip code <laughs> yes. Yes. in which I grew up yes. in. So it's insane. I love you know. that. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I was. I have a love hate relationship yesterday. with it. My heart is in Brooklyn of Spanish always. People and then white people came in. Like, right. Can I come in too? It's yeah, cool. please come in. It's so <laughs> please cool. Come in and spend. <laughs> I know. I know. I love it. I yes. love it all. So tell us about your journey through entrepreneurship, because crazily enough, and a lot of people probably don't know this, but we. Worked together <laughs> many years ago on a couple of different occasions. You know, we worked in the fashion industry, yes. the corporate behind the scenes, production, quality control, stuff yes. that people don't even really know about. They just know about design and merchandising. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it's like, what? You do what? Yes. <laughs> right? You were there from the beginning when I didn't have a business That's and a I was kind of just on eBay trying to figure it out. You and figured it, it out, was, though. Yeah, you was there. You oh, was yeah. There. Because you're, you're the best. The that's yes. a fact. And I think that's so amazing to me because to, to see people develop into who they want to be and what they want to do, it's like exciting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, is it just me? 
Am I crazy? Sometimes I get the feeling that like I'm too positive for people and they can't take it. I'm too much. I swear I get it. But I get that from people like, oh, you do you do the most. But those are people you know? who have nothing. They're too oh. negative. They're too negative Right. I do, I do feel like it's just a lot of yeah. negative energy out here. Those are the bad. And the I know the world the is draining. Now. It can be draining. We're around a lot of negative circumstances. But mm-hmm. really, this is the only light. What are you going to do? Just fall by the sideline and, you know, just do what, you know, do nothing. Yes. yes. You know, you have to live your life. You have to still live your life. You have to be a champion. So why not live your best life? Yes. I mean, please. Yes, go. Okay. In the fashion industry, being a part of this culture, you the person responsible to make sure all of us look good. That's right. How do you like dictate where you're gonna take your fashion next, as far as like tailoring it to the times? Like current events, like how does that work with you? You know what I'm saying? Because we need to know the process. That's a great question. Oh, okay. Well. That was good for before I started drinking. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Well, the thing is, is that I follow the trends. I do go to a lot of the trade shows. Um, I follow where where the influencers are going because that's where, like, Alfred brought up earlier. Now it's about the influencers. So they're the ones, unfortunately, it wasn't like before where you could pick up Women's Wear Daily and all of the fashion right. magazines and see where the trends were going. Now it's actually the fashion bloggers. And everything's digital everything is digital what right like alfred was saying mentioned like which said, is very true it's so yeah. fortunate because i remember the time of being in the industry when yes. it wasn't about that like you had to have the wwd to... subscription yes you know what i mean and only like one tons or two of magazines had it exactly had find it it was different times and if certain places in europe said that this what was the trend that's what the trend is. But now the influencers who are in LA or in their Brooklyn apartment, yeah, they're saying that the color is orange and right. door knockers are back in. Then that's what it is. And right. don't let it be like a really popular big influencer because that's who dictates it now. Everything. Right. So it's really about following that the trends of the social influencer. So if you are trying to get your products out there, it's best to be friends with some of the top influencers. And How do you do that? Well, you can reach out to a lot of them through um, Instagram. A lot of them will work with you. They'll do collaborations with you. All you have to do is inbox them, email them. Some of them now are so big, they do have PR people to handle that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, come up with a really good pitch as to why they should collaborate with you. Obviously, it has to be something that they'll feel like is benefiting them because they're not going to want to just do it just, just because you're... You know, Kiana, and you're mm-hmm. fabulous. Right. They want to <laughs> do it because they're going to get something out of it, a kickback, some kind of, you know, collaboration. So be prepared to give out something for free. Right. You know. And it's not for free. And that's it's product, product placement. Free, but it's, yeah, it's so. product placement. You know, know, know your important. terminology. I think education yeah. is so important. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I know that you, you have taught and, you know, you know, you have so much information in that beautiful little head of yours. Oh, yes. So can we talk about that a little bit? Because I know that we have aspiring entrepreneurs, people that say, I want to be a fashion designer, but they don't know where to begin. Can you just give a few words of like what you should do to start to make these steps a reality? Um, Well, if you're not going to a fashion school, a lot of people are self-taught and you can go to different programs that will give you a certificate and teach you the skills. Um, My business partner, Wilbur, and I, we have a nonprofit organization where we help to profile and elevate um, elevate the profiles of different accessories, designers of color. We do different workshops and panel discussions. 
where we help to empower you as a designer, especially a designer of color. So what you can do is you can go to workshops, go to panel discussions, network. Don't you have one coming up? I do have one coming up. You want to talk about that real okay. quick? Okay, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I'm not acting shy. I'm not acting shy. That's one thing and, I know how to and do. And these panel about. discussions will happen when? On Tuesday, <laughs> right. November 13th. For aspiring designers. Yes. Um, uh, Bada will be hosting a really great panel discussion with Constance White, Channing Hargrove, um, Julie. Like, it's just a big, I don't have my, I, do you have a flyer up? I'm show you a full flyer please do so that you guys can come on out that's the best way to learn like you know um from some of the great so our our panel discussion is going to feature writers from essence magazine um one of the top right no everyone does their craft for real for real okay. yeah no you understand? Like, I'm legit right like, I'm legit. and speaking of wwd that we were talking about yes. i think bada has been featured in there how many years in a row now five or yes so? you better get oh, we, we, i know we my been. homework <laughs> yes uh people they they do come um and we work really hard at getting press to see some of these black designers that yeah. otherwise would not have which is so important right because they don't really get a platform like right. you you know the struggle yeah tell me about where bada came from and how that was born well that was a struggle that was <laughs> that came out of a discussion with wilbur and i my business partner we were venting about how um sheree's on live hi sheree <laughs> we were venting about uh the struggle of being in the fashion industry being black and unfortunately you know we kept venting and then wilbur was like you know what why don't we just do our own thing and I'm thinking no I'm in Brooklyn I don't have time and he just was like no you have time let's do it and right so he like you know Wilbur is very forceful shout out to Wilbur <laughs> as we say no you're gonna do it yeah do it <laughs> my aggressive boo my um partner in crime uh he he did he did make some good points and I said you know what we should do it why don't we have our own New York Fashion Week present presentation and from there we did one pop-up in a hair salon it was packed and you were there as always, it was packed. Uh, it was people are getting their hair blown out and getting trims and cuts. Right. And we're doing this fashion, you know, whole entire fashion showcase. And we're having Sharon Quinn moderate and talk. So it was just a really great, great thing. And that was the inspiration we needed to just keep going. Yeah. So we just kept going every single season. And here we are. We're still here. Um, last season was even bigger. So each year we increase. It's a membership based organizations. So if you are a designer or in the um, fashion world as an accessories designer, uh, you can find us at badaunite.org and um, you can get on our email listing or, you know, membership starts at $50 and up. Which is very affordable. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, can you see my to flyer? be able to get the support, yeah, put it up in my phone. Can you see Most that? Definitely. I want people to see it. Right there. It's real good. <laughs> yes. You can Documenting also fashion, me. the black perspective. Yes. Follow me at Vdazzling and or go to Bada Unite at Instagram and you can see the flyer there. So you can see our Where can they letters. get tickets? On Eventbrite? On Eventbrite. Okay. You can put in Bada and it'll go right to... 120 uh, East 32nd Street, right? Yes. You, we've been rocking with that um, venue. Since yeah, I want to use that spot. You they're, should. They're, it's black they're owned. Dope. Right. 
So support we love it. Your small support black. your local black-owned business. That's how we yes, keep them in business businesses, by right. going and booking parties at their events. Get your tickets, you doing guys. Doing things there. <laughs> so you got it. Follow her right there, the owner, Envy Dazzling. And Bada. Yes. Right? Yep. Everywhere. So, yeah, Constance White, you know, come on out, see her, and all the other amazing young ladies that are big, big, big. You get that too. I got it all. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, Julie Wilson, Channing Hargrove, Lindsay Peebles, um, you know, the editor in the Fourteen Vogue. So, I mean, this is really great if you are a new entrepreneur or a new. She person. said Teen Vogue. Yeah. In case you guys, these are the listening. people that you need to come and network with. These right. are the big wigs who can get you an internship or some, or if you have your product with you. You can walk up to them after the panel discussion. Product placement. We'll yeah. Just talk say, about it. hey, this is my fork bracelet. I made this <laughs> last night or I manufacture it in Africa and the proceeds go to whomever. Right. You know, you have to have your pitch game ready. These ladies will be there ready to talk to you from um, 6 to 8 p.m. And it's in a city. So if you're from Staten Island, Queens, Connecticut, you can make it there. It's very it. easy. Well, let me speak about fashion and everything like that. Uh-huh. I don't know too much about it. So my question is... That's not true. You're what? always what? fashionable, FMI. Always. Fabulous. Always. What is he talking about? Simplistic. As you can see, I'm in some lightning shorts. No common cap. But you make it look so good. <laughs> what I'm saying is, can you tell me, like, the bias amongst, like, African, African-Americans in the fashion industry? Because I don't have any cool about it. Okay. Like that. Does that exist? It does exist. Mm-hmm. That's a deep that it question. Does in music, it exists right. in fashion. Yes, very There's much. There's not so. many of us. When I met Kiana and we were both working together in production, there was like what six of us in the company. Black people. How many black people were there? Very few. Very few. That's why I bonded so quickly with Kiana because it was like when we seen. Another black girl or another, it wasn't hate like that back then. Right. So it was like, hey, she's black, I'm black. Hey, girl. Right. Let's, let's figure out how to. How you do? Let's have lunch. <laughs> right. right. So it, was, it wasn't, I mean, it was. But so- your energy is also very good because I can say this about you, Velvet, and this is probably a, a great component that has helped you to be so successful. You can get along with everybody. Oh, your man. spirit oh. is so warm, and Thank you can you like everybody. Me. Not everybody likes me, and you know that. You used to get oh. along with ninety nine people, and I love you and two others. Oh, this people who don't it. like me. Yeah, but it's like there's, you know, there's a couple of people. Who I don't know like it's me. like two. It's literally oh, like a so- couple. <laughs> <laughs> she is too much. That's not true. But, you know, my grandmother used to say, not everybody's going to like you. Right. And that's, they would and that's see okay. that, you know, how great you are, Kiana. And Love you more, like, Alicia. You know, maybe it was the jealousy. So, you Whatever. know, but that's what made me stay in the field that I'm in because I am a people person. I get yes. along with people and actually like people. Right. So being in retail and being even a part of Bada. I'm able to talk to these young designers and just figure it out, figure out what they need, talk to them, and talk to them in a way where they're being heard and not like talk to or bark that or whatever. Right. Or that bias that um, DJ FMI was explaining. Yeah. I understand it because I lived it. I've been through it. Um, yeah. Starting out in the fashion industry in my 20s. 
not really understanding racism because I came from a different kind of background. Yeah. So I, it was like a different kind of racism in the fashion industry. Oh, honey, we know. We um, used to talk about it. We yes. used to compare it to yes. some things. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of passive aggressive stuff where mm-hmm. you don't know whether, like I've been fired from jobs and then For you no just reason. don't even know why. Mm-hmm. Is it because I'm black or what right. happened? So it's the stuff that happens in the fashion industry. You just industry. don't fit in. Yes, mm-hmm. that was my last job. That was a big thing. That was the last job that I had before I became a full-time entrepreneur. The woman fired me, and she said, I don't fit in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was only three black people there. And Relisha said, guy, everybody doesn't me. like unicorns. Exactly. What did Relisha say? Everybody doesn't like unicorns, Thank you, sis. Hey, Relisha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Exactly, babe. Yeah, when you don't fit in and you're a unicorn, you know yeah. that you belong something you bigger out. than the... Mm-hmm. Um, cubicle that you're in. Yeah, I've always had that issue. Yes, um, girl. Trapped. I do get along with white people. They like me. They get along with me. But after a while, they're like, "This girl's coming from a spot." Right. <laughs> they passive aggressively right. Very fire me some jobs. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah, that's Anywho, true. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, to speak to to your question, that's it's the same racism that you would probably experience in the music industry. Right. Or probably a different level to it. Yeah, um, well, I think it's just different circumstances, mm-hmm. and, but but the bottom line is the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't belong here. Yeah, and we don't want you here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm and I'm sure at some point or another we've all had that experience. Yes. unfortunately. Yes, you know. Yeah, but I but I think what's so great is that when you take an experience like that and you turn it into something more positive, mm-hmm. you're now setting a new standard instead of just saying, "Well, I don't belong there." Right. Woo-hoo. No, I'm I didn't look go. at it that way. You know, my sister told me that day I was a little confused. I never been <laughs> fired for a reason, for no right. apparent reason uh, other than not belonging. My sister said, you really don't. You are a boss. Exactly. You don't belong there. Girl, Go that's a fact. Get your unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> collect that Make coin. Make that work. <laughs> and make it work right. and don't go back to working. Exactly. And that was the inspir- That's what I needed, the pep talk I needed from my sister that afternoon. That's beautiful. To make me say, yeah, I'm not going back to a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll find a place where I belong, which is for myself. Yeah. And working for me. I love it. So, That's yeah. very, very inspirational. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to all of you guys that are aspiring to be business owners, designers, whatever it is, producers, artists, DJs, build your own entertainment company, build your own marketing firm, Yeah, you know, be an international DJ that's known on the map. Like, don't sleep on DJ FMI. I tell you guys all the time. I'm I'm so humbled that he's here every week. You know, like... We we we, we we need to we need to make it happen. Y'all need to get your passports up and go get that money That's over in Germany and Japan and Spain as that one. My sale. boy just came from Brazil and where where were yeah. you just recently? Right now I'm mad now. I'm supposed to be taking a cruise to the Bahamas. Why what happened? Oh. I'm still disappointed. Okay. Um all right. I was DJing on a cruise ship, but um won't go there like right you know, I these mean, are djs for real for real but this is a gem let me drop on anybody out there and this goes to anybody you know saying no matter what profession that you're using you know like you just touched on it get a passport man yeah take one weekend or two don't go to no clubs don't buy no bottles don't yeah. buy no liquor right walk around looking like silly from color purple <laughs> don't get your hair done. don't don't you do that get your, don't look 
like Steely. I mean, it's only for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? That's too many weeks. You know what I'm saying? Go, 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 you know what I'm saying? I mean, you gotta, you gotta get the shellac and, and you got olive oil and some right. extra yeah, some, virgin some coconut glubbers, oil. Some gloves or some, 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 once a white person sees it, they say, you know what? Whoopi yeah, Goldberg nice. looks great. Yeah. That's the new style. How oh, do I, exactly. how do I get my hair like that? And then but, it's the Let's talk about that. Let's, a, a, let, let's talk about natural hair. Just go travel. There's yeah. so much to That's see important. out there. And, you know, like I said, especially me coming back from, from over in Europe, you know what I'm saying? Just getting on them bullet trains, going 220 miles an hour, That's going fast. from one space to, to one place to the next, man. It's like, you know, seeing a sheep and stuff on the side of the thing, chilling. Right. Like, it's just getting out of your element and just yep. going around and doing whatever. Right. So it's a different world out there, man. Yeah. You know, it's bigger than Explore I know some it. people that never left the hood. And yeah. I'm like, you know, you Get have out. the means to do so. But it, it hurts me to see, like, especially when it comes to children, and I see it so often. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, yo. Or how about they the ones who to go to Florida the and they're like, oh, my God, I went to Florida. And right. you're like, well, there's a bigger world outside of South Carolina. Right. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Florida, down south. Right. There's, there's Africa. There's, like, but there's the some Germany. that don't even get down south. You that, know what I mean? There's some true. that literally that's don't true. even leave the block. That's true. like Maine. There's right, like right, right, right. Boston. Like, well, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strap up. Right. Right. I'm legal up there. So right. Right. Like that. right. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm legal up there. So I don't worry about that. Oh my god. Boom. But um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, just. Get out there and travel, man. I mean, that's just what it is, man. I mean, I'll save it for the round. Actually, I'll save it for my interview. You know I mean, because I okay. want to talk about promoters. I want to talk about it. Well, I think we'll have a little time to touch on it. I want to touch on your point, and yes. it goes back to fashion and what um, FMI had asked about. Right. Um, and I'm not throwing shade at white people, but the difference between Caucasians and us is that they'll send their kids abroad to study. Right. We'll keep our kids here. They'll go to, you know, BMCC or, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with City College. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't you got to explore. No shade. No, 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 no. It's, but it's I mean, not even about shade. It's, it's just the, about like yeah. limitations, right. I think. There's nothing. Shout out to the City Colleges. Shout out to BMCC. Yeah, shout out to all, all of the universities. They'll send their kids abroad for a whole year to study. Finances, yeah, and that's a lot right. of that we, comes from yeah, they got family some. where they're sending us to, you know. So a lot of us, they not, there, you know, think, the right? majority of us probably come from Africa, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying yeah. so, going abroad, you know, what I'm saying you don't know nobody in mm-hmm. Italy. I know mother like I don't right. know nobody in Italy, so right. where am I going to stay? Find your way. Right. You gotta, right. you know, so you got a lot of people that know people. Or they come from families from over there, so they'll send them over there right. to watch out for them. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if not... Well, a lot of times, they just send them right. to, like, a boarding school. Yes. So, it's just like a paid-for situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yes. funding, yes. you're absolutely right in that. That's a whole different thing from any kid that's just, like, raised in the projects. You know what I mean? They're yeah, not, I mean, they go there. Not they're not going to Switzerland. They're acting up. You know what I mean? They're going to a group home. We do lack the means of financial Like in Biggie's album, you go, send your ass to a group home, goddammit! <laughs> I can't thank you. <laughs> and they're done that. Shout yes. out to Group Home. Um, and and, and I've been Fresh Air Fund. We no. no, outside of Fresh Air Fund. Right. Well, that's or Job Corps. Yeah. Well, that's different too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those yes. are all different. But, you, but you're saying if you can financially 
save your money instead of popping bottles as a young person. Right, and you can because I think that money is so misappropriated. Who do you think is funding me to go on these tours? I need you to pull up to a to a mic real quick. I don't I don't I don't be in the clubs. I don't be all over the have you I just Alfred and I can share. Okay. Because I do want to get into this round table, but before we do that, I do want to sign off with you. Like I said, we're gonna bring all of you guys back individually. Because Tech One rarely gets off so this was like a memorable moment and I was like I gotta come in and Velvet was booked a long time ago and we were changing schedules so I was just like let's do this because we've got three powerful powerful remember, people in I, their own right I did say I said you know what I'll fall back I'll right. come back later no, I, I said, said I want everybody to get their own shine I, right I'll and that's why I said come I'll because we're about to we're about to take some time and talk about some things so I definitely wanted to talk said, about that I respect everybody's time I'll come right. later today no I, I think like, no, it helps no, no, no. because we are all you know vibing I think it yeah. horses for sure yes. and that's what I like to celebrate you know we can get many many bosses in a room including myself and dj fmi you know what i mean and we can sit together and we can vibe because you can do this if you really put your mind to it so i do want to (laughs) yes the dazzling accessories everything everything (laughs) i love you i do want you to um tell everyone where they can follow you and once again just give them the information about your event next week and you know where they can sign up find their tickets etc don't forget to come by the 